Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates. With some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whitfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey, Ian's out there in good old Pittsburgh. Welcome to another edition of Bold Sports. We're on week 17, Matt. Week 17, why do I know that number? Because that's what we're at for football. That's the last week of the football season. Last week of regular season football. Well, if you're lucky like the Steelers, well, not lucky. There's a lot of skill in it, but they don't really have too much to worry about this week because um, they've locked up second seed. Locked up second seed. Definitely going to get a, a bye week in the playoffs. And, Definite bye week. And if they if they win out, they are on a collision course with New England. Um, so that's, that's what's going on with the Steelers this week with, uh, I believe it's the Browns. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about them coming in. Uh, we'll start off where we normally do this week, Matt. Uh, NFL picks, guess what we did? I did pretty bad. We both went 11-5. What? I just do bad in the games that I actually watch. <laughs> I, I just, I, I always, you know, I'm just watching it. The game I'm watching, I'm like, well, this isn't going the way I predicted. But, uh... Yeah, I uh, let me see here. We uh, picked a lot of the same squads. Um Whenever you pick the Packers, I pick the Vikings. I won on that one, but then I, I, we both picked different games, and I think we both we ended up both eleven and five. So for the season, you're at one forty eight ninety three, and I'm at one forty nine and ninety two. Um, like you, we had I picked the Falcons, you had the Saints, you you covered that one, but I picked the Vikings, and you picked the Pats, and I had the Vikes on that one. Uh, skins and Broncos. I had the skins. You had the Broncos. I took that one. And then there's another one in here. I got Eagles, Raiders. You took the birds. I took the Raiders. And the birds won. Uh, the rest of them we kind of all picked. We picked the same, and we either won or lost on mm. them. There's a couple of them that we all we lost on. We're like, oh, yeah, that didn't work out the way we thought it was going to. Well, like the Jags and the Niners. Like we were hoping for the Niners, but we both picked the Jags, and the Niners actually won. Daniel, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo is four nose and Niners quarterback. It's something to behold. Not, not that I'm surprised. I mean, basically, the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo was involved in New England just—I don't know—he's just—he's just touched with some kind of magic. Well, I, it's really annoying. I actually well, like, usually when you see the New England quarterback leave New England, whether you know, because they're all backup. You know, when you go to New England as a quarterback, you're a backup. But the backups, whenever they did have to step in and play for Tom Brady, whenever he went out for that knee injury, and that was uh, what's his name that went. To the Chiefs for three years, and only had one stellar year with the Chiefs, and the rest were meh. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you had uh, Jacoby Brissett and Garoppolo both stepped in for Brady whenever he was on his suspension, and they both did really well. Uh, they the, the Pats still went three and one without Brady. Yeah. It just shows that the system works as well as give it to Brady. He's a hell of a quarterback. Uh, we hate him. This, you know, but like, he's a hell of a quarterback. This is enough, like, Boston sports talk for one episode of Boston yeah, sports. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but, you know, so give Garoppolo credit. He goes, he leaves the Patriots, goes to the Niners, gets traded to the Niners for a pick. For a pick. He didn't even get traded for, like, dudes. He got traded for, a, like, a third-round pick. <laughs> you know? Dudes. And, yeah. <laughs> and he gets, and, he, and he's 4-0 out there as the Niners quarterback. You know, give it to them. Uh also, you know, fancy football championships for this weekend. You know, folks, that Matt and I are both out of our respective leagues. I'm so out. Oh, we were out after week one of playoffs. 
yeah. uh, of our respective leagues. And the guy who we thought was going to win my league lost by 10 points in the championship game. And it's because he had, and there was actually, we looked, I looked at his, at his bench and everything. There is nobody he could have started to make a difference. Well, I, I didn't even look at mine. Just with, with all the Christmas stuff going on this weekend, like I, ba- I barely had time to watch the Steelers. Yeah, um, I was. Don't you schedule any Steeler games during dinner hour on Christmas, dude. That's uh, really dumb. You know, I mean, it's last really year with it being a home game. Uh, well, last year you had to kind of like plan around it because it was a divisional. It game. was a divisional game, and, and it last year was a very playoff. Last year was a very meaningful game situation. Yes, uh, this year the game year was, was meaningful, but not. It was only meaningful to the Watt brothers who they showed on screen for like at least like thirty yeah. minutes. Of screen time. Yeah, it was meaningful for the Steelers because in the event that they would have lost, and we we know Jacksonville won on Sunday, so I mean, I guess. Uh, really but the, but the Steelers, if they would have lost the game, uh, they still would have to win next week against the Browns to have the second round spot, because you know it, it, it's a numbers game at that point. Um, all these tiebreakers, we're not. Yeah, we, we didn't research the tiebreakers, so I don't think we I, even the, touch I, I, the I researched a little bit of the tiebreakers. Oh, you it, did. It was That's super. It was. It, it basically came down that as long as the Steelers didn't lose out, we were good. Yeah. You know, um, is how that came down to. Well, I think the most important thing about the the Texans game isn't the fact that they won, but it's the way they won. Uh, convincingly. Convincingly, without Brown, without AB. We'll touch. We'll touch on that. Um, uh, yeah, and they won. Uh, you know, uh, the guys showed up to play, uh, and you know what? The what was it? The Texans' lone touchdown was a stellar touchdown. Yeah, that dude made a play. Um, but no. Anyway, I, I also okay. do have a list on here. It's Christmas time, Matt. So I mean, you know, it's Christmas time. So Christmas time for us. Uh, you know your your work schedule is kind of set, and you don't really get crazy over Christmas. Uh, you're, you're oh, I kinda, get crazy. You get crazy, but not at work. You don't have a crazy work schedule. No, you it's, you, it's, you don't get you, you don't go to work at, at, at ten o'clock in the morning for lunch shift and go right, home at yeah, one yeah. o'clock and go like, home I, at I work holidays, but the holidays are frequently less busy than like any other random like Monday during right. the regular year because um. You know, in in the in the television field, like a lot, they don't produce a lot of live content during the holidays. Like no. all the all the talent tends to go on vacation. You know, so they play clip shows and reruns and you know documentaries about the immaculate reception because that anniversary just conveniently falls oh, right around Christmas. Right around Christmas, it does. So yeah, like I I didn't have a crazy work schedule and I was able to. Uh, you know, kind of play with some of my new Christmas toys. I got a Fire TV, and I was able to stream the Steeler game on Amazon Prime. Which there you is, go. It's awesome to to watch the Steelers game in the same like content environment where you can watch like Unsolved Mysteries reruns. That is cool. It's pretty cool. And that's also and also uh, you were probably watching the Steeler game while you were working, so you have your headphones on while you're typing on your computer. And you had the Steelers game on one TV and something else on the other on the other TV. Oh wait, no, no, you had your Fire Stick, didn't in, you? Yeah, you know that is how it would work in theory. But because the Steeler game started so freaking early, at four o'clock, like I was actually not really working during the Steeler game. Oh well, that's I was good. I was actually I was checking out the the Raiders game. There you go. Dur- during most of my 
productive hours on Christmas and you know shouts out to everybody who you know works the holidays and has like you know more more like you know risk involved well, first I, responders bartenders first responders bartenders of the places that are open cuz not every place is open on Christmas yeah good it's um, good to have at least like one place you know in you know neighborhood. You, you know local bars that are open i get it. and a lot of the local bars in our neighborhood and when i mean our neighborhood this area that we live in mm. it's like four municipalities the local bars tended to open at like three or four so mm. they still gave people time to go do shit with your family this that your thing and then hey when you're sick of your family come hang out with us because we're gonna get fucked up mm. um, there's also people who don't have families there's also people who don't have families and uh our favorite local bar i mean the owners of that i mean they bring in you know, turkey and a ham and mashed potatoes, and they cook it in a little back kitchen. And the only time it gets used is for the holiday food because mm-hmm. they don't serve food on a regular basis. They say, "Hey, come on in and eat and drink and have some fun. Food's free. Pay for the booze." Yeah, it's you reasonable know, prices. It's, it's very reasonable yeah, prices. Eight dollar pitchers of Yingling all day long. Oh man. <laughs> so yeah, like I I had a pretty good Christmas. I got I got to check out a lot of the. The bowl games and yeah, the a lot NFL, of bowl games, just, a lot of just NFL. kind of flipping around. Not any, any any NBA on Christmas Day for you? I did watch a little NBA. Uh, did the, you watch? I watched that, like the end of Celtics Wizards. Did you watch any of the uh, Warriors Cavs? I didn't watch any of that. No, I I I think I watched the last five minutes of it, and it was oh wow, Cavs lost to the Warriors. All right, and my aunt and uncle were in town from Cleveland, and and they're not sports people, so that means nothing to them. I was just like, hey. When you go home and if the city's burning, this is why. It's just, don't burn the city over one regular season. Nah, they won't. But, okay, I mean, Cleveland does have a beer named after him called Burning River Brew from well, where the Cuyahoga like, caught on fire. It just caught on fire because it was incredibly filthy. It, it, had, filthy nothing to do, it had nothing to do with the Cavs being, like, Correct. The Cavs, not the best team. No. I mean, the Cavs were really bad when the river was on fire. And, like, nothing they could have done would have like made the fire any any worse or better you know it was just two unrelated things but the the Cuyahoga is cleaned up oh yeah man. it's like the Mon the Mon's cleaned up now yeah sure I don't know that. I wouldn't swim in it I, I've swam in the Mon I got okay pushed, I've I got tubed, pushed into the Mon I, I've tubed in the Mon okay now I wouldn't eat anything I caught out of the Mon but I've tubed in the Mon I've been in the Mon River you know you know it's like a sneaky like scary river to swim in the Panama Oh, Panama, man! It's like so much mine runoff that I saw. Like, just the the water's like orange. It's like purple. orange rust color. It's, it's, but I, I, awesome kayak trips on the Panama River. Like, if it if it hurt me, it doesn't matter. I feel okay. It was fun. So with Christmas time, of course, we do get all the family and friends in from out of town, uh, which also leads to. If your respective teams are in town, maybe you go to a game or whatnot. Uh, the Pens are in town tomorrow night. Uh, so we're recording this. You'll hear this on Thursday. So the Pens will be in town this this Wednesday playing the Blue Jackets, which they had a pretty chippy game. Uh, we'll we're, talk we're gonna, about We're going to do, like, reactions for both possible outcomes. Right. Uh, Man, that sucks the Pens lost against the Blue Jackets, but at least there were a lot of fights. No, 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 no. No, the Pens beat the Blue Jackets. Oh, but at least there were a lot of fights. Yeah, right? Um but, uh, you know, like you said, we got bowl games all this week leading up to and New Year's New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. New Year's Day is the big bowls. That's your – the late night – the late bowls are your championship bowls that will lead to the national champion, which will be that following Monday, I think. Maybe it might even be yeah, later than that. Yeah, I think they play it on a Monday. 
Yeah, because so, yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. New Year's Day is on a Monday this year. So yeah, then they'll play the championship game the following Monday. Um, hockey took a winter break uh, for a couple days, so hockey's back tomorrow. Uh, all over the NHL, not just Pittsburgh. Uh, the uh, a lot of sports, a lot of sports going on. Uh, it, you know, we're dwindling down football season, so you only have what eight teams to care about. Mm-hmm. Um, eight, no, twelve, twelve teams to care about. But in uh, that first weekend, with in that the first buys. See, do you what pisses me off about this though is that I can't even. The Steelers get a week off. Cool. So I know that. Not next weekend. I won't need a. I won't need a day off. But the following weekend, I'll need the game off. Mm-hmm. And you don't know which. I don't day know it's if it's Saturday or Sunday until all the games are over. Like, and I need to plan my schedule out two weeks in mm-hmm. advance. Yeah. So I'm, do I request off Saturday and Sunday, and then tell my boss, "Hey, uh, whichever one it comes on, I'll work the other one." Um. Or just take two days off on a weekend and piss my girlfriend off. I mean, you know, we'll figure that out as it comes to it. I mean, who's paying you? <sighs> don't, don't piss off the person who pays you. That's that's my advice. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Granted, my, my, my advice might not always be ironclad. Um, true. But yeah, Christmas time's always a good time. We love Christmas, especially here in Pittsburgh. We love New Year's. New Year's is good. Are you, doing anything for New Year's? Are you doing anything for I'm New Year's? Work, I'm working New Year's Eve. I'm working New Year's Day. I'm going to a wedding on the 30th, so that's like, that wedding in Cannonsburg is going to be my, like... You're like, hey, I worked party. on both Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, and New so Year's Day, so guess what? Week. I'm going to get fucked up at this wedding. No, it's going to be it's gonna be a good overtime week, and yeah, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to the wedding. It's going to be, uh, this is a, the wedding invitations were great, because you know how a lot of weddings, they'll ask if, like... Chicken or beef? Chicken or beef or veg? Are you bringing? A, are, you, are you bringing a plus one? This this invitation it just said like, are you a vegetarian? Yes or no? Oh, that can and go either you, way. Well, well, I think that you know these are some like Italian foodies who are throwing this wedding, so it's like you know, are you a vegetarian? That's too bad. If you're not a vegetarian, prepare yourselves for the sausage. A food coma. <laughs> no, strap yourself down and get ready so, for the cure. So let me just tell you my worst wedding experience ever as a guest of a wedding. Um, it was a vegan wedding. Vegan and, wedding. And it was a dry wedding. Dry wedding. Yeah. Let me just tell you that. Man, I've let been me just tell you. That, let me just tell you that we went to Wendy's <laughs> and to the liquor store. Yeah. And there's a bunch of us like, wait, it's vegan and dry wedding? We'll be back in like half an hour. So we went to Wendy's and then we went to the liquor store and then we came back and there's a circle of us that are all getting fucked up and some of the family members are like, what's going on? We're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, there's a group seems like you guys are drinking. Well, fuck yeah, we're drinking. <laughs> Where'd you get alcohol? The store. The store. Well, the reason it was a dry wedding is because like the one person's like significant family members had alcohol issues. Whatever. I get it. There's some of us that just didn't care. Yeah. I was also a plus one on that wedding. Well, so that's... So I really didn't give yeah. a shit. See, I, I was at one, like, it was it was a dry reception. And it was, like, an early reception. So then, like, you could still, like, make happy hour after the reception. And we had, right. like, a, a an after party and then an after like, after hey, party. Like, hey, sorry your wedding reception was like, horrible. Me, I went, to, I went to, a dry, I went to a dry wedding once. 
and I ended up getting into like a fist fight in the median strip of the highway in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. So like, oh, you were in Cherry Hill. Tell me, tell oh, me God. what went wrong, please. I used to live in New Jersey. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah, yeah Cherry Hill, yeah. all of it too. But we, you know, this is, that was a, you know, it was another fun sports-related kind of weekend. You know, a wedding in the fall. You know, when there's wedding in the fall in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, so you had to deal with all Eagles fans. No, no, no. We, we there was a Pitt Notre Dame game on like national TV that weekend. So wait, was, was that Ivan? Was that two thousand and four? I don't think so. I don't remember. My one of my most vivid Pitt Notre Dame games I didn't go to because I lived in New Jersey at the time was whenever Hurricane Ivan rolled through, mm-hmm. and it, the Pitt Notre Dame game was in Pitt. It was in Pittsburgh near Point of Hines Field. And the announcers at the beginning of the game says, well, folks, just to let you know, this game could get canceled at any point in time because if the river raises another foot and a half, the water will be pouring into Heinz Field from the river due to the storms that rolled through. And they showed air coverage of, like, how, like, the point and up to, like, you know, you know the Boulevard Allies was almost underwater. And, that's, and it just showed, like, boats broken, with tie, still tied to docks, floating down the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting stuck underneath I bridges. That. Yeah, that I, was, um... I lived in New Jersey at the time. I lived in the beat. I lived on the shore, and I talked to my family here. My aunt lost her house store and that and everything. It was a bad time. I mean, mm-hmm. I, that was, like, I guess, the ultimate demise of Millville and Carnegie and also the start of the rebuild of Millville and Carnegie. Because now True. Millville and Carnegie is super awesome. Yeah. It took a hurricane... To flood Chartier's Creek and flood uh, Gertie's Run, mm-hmm. Gertie's Run in Millville, Chartier's and 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 Carnegie, to totally wipe out that town, both of those towns, mm-hmm. and then now they're really cool and awesome to go hang out in. A lot of yeah. cool stuff. Like I've, you know, I've I've obviously been around Carnegie more frequently than Millville, just because of you know where we live in the South Hills. Yeah, um, and you know you're right. So, you know. You, you gotta make you gotta make the best out of your opportunities and that like is when, true. when your whole town gets flooded there's an opportunity to redevelop there is so speaking of redeveloping we're gonna take a break and come back and we're gonna talk about the penguins oh, wow <laughs> nice segue all right folks here's a little uh, bit from our friends at Sorgatron media let's talk tech tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh online gadgets startups and more check it out at awesomecast.net all right folks we're back for the last segment here at bolt sports which we always end with the stillers and our nfl week picks so uh do we want to just go ahead and dive right into the uh more of an annoyance and the rebuttals and Everything, or do we want to cover the game first? The Steelers beat the Texans real handily. So the Steelers did beat the Texans real handily. Uh, they sh- did show good promise on Christmas Day. Bryant had a good catch that was ruled a catch. Bryant had a couple good catches. But the one where he dragged his foot, and it was actually, like, according to what my understanding of the catch rule, counted as a catch. It counted as a catch. Um, but if they would have reviewed that in New York... It shouldn't have been a catch. Le'Veon but that Bell wasn't a re- that, Bell. that wasn't a reviewable play from Bryant, though. No, but I'm just saying. Like I saw the replay a bunch of times, and uh, you know, it, did it, they, it made me feel wait, a little better about did they even, how the, the did they even throw the flag on the 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 Texans even challenge that catch from Bryant? I don't think they did. No, they didn't. They just said, okay, let it, he had got the catch, let him go, boom. Uh, if they would have challenged it, eh, who knows? It was in the first he quarter. His foot. He did drag his foot. It was in the first quarter. Are you going to throw your flag in the first quarter? No. Um, 
Maybe no, just to troll the Steelers. No but more AB, on that later. No AB this week. Um, of course, he's out with his calf. Did we even see AB on the sidelines? Did he even travel with the team? I didn't even see him on the sidelines. I didn't see him. But again, like my my whole point is don't don't schedule Steeler games during the dinner hour on right. Christmas. Um, um, Juju I, I missed a little bit of it. Juju had a hell of a game. He did. He did have a hell of a game. He had some nice catches. He had nice. Uh, um, yeah, nice touchdown. Nice catches. Nice touchdown celebrations. Uh, you know, Juju to me is just a breath of fresh air into yeah. the NFL. Not just the Steelers, but into the NFL. He's a young guy. He's having fun. Um, you know, he, he's he's happy to be there. He's happy to be doing what he's doing. I mean, I got to say, like, my... Okay, so, like, my dad said this to me that, like, you know, he can't remember anybody taking this much full advantage of, like, sudden stardom in Pittsburgh. You know? And he's doing it the right and way. And he's doing it the right way. And this is the same year that, like, everybody's, like, mad about the NFL. Boycott the NFL. Boycott the NFL. They like, kneeled. They don't like the kneeling. They don't like the celebrations. They don't like, you know, people constantly drawing attention to themselves. Like, Juju's been the center of attention since, like, week three. Yeah. On a team that has Antonio Brown. Yeah. And, like, I, yeah, you're absolutely right about that fresh air thing. Like, it I, is a breath of fresh air. I, I hate, I, I don't want to league. sound like paternalistic because I'm not one to tell you how to, like, not fuck up your life. But, like, man, I hope he, like, doesn't, you know. He comes from a very good background. his, like, legacy as, like, just a fun guy. You know, I, I've met Juju and I met his mom. His mom is that one that will just, like, punch you. Yeah. She like Mama um, McNabb from the soup commercials, but you know, <laughs> you know his, his his mom is a cool lady, um, very cool lady, uh, and his dad is different than his daddy grew up with. His um, you know his mom's married and they ha- and she has kids with her husband. Juju's from a different relationship, and um, his father uh, is his paternal father is. Not known, or or he doesn't talk about it, or I, I don't ask questions whenever I meet these guys out and about, because uh, I'm waiting on them, so I'm mm-hmm. on a business deal with them. You know, right. I'm their server. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not gonna. You know, you're not, you're not like the Cowboys, like asking Des Bryant if his mother is a prostitute, right? You yeah, know, no, I'm not. Just, yeah, there's just I mean, some things you don't talk about. Yeah, right. In polite um, company. Yeah, and his, uh, you know, and from what I've seen, the reports on TV and the different stories they do on the players and so forth. Uh, you know, uh, his 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 stepfather is 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 he got the he got the nickname Juju from his stepfather. Uh, his stepfather Samoan, uh, Hawaiian Samoan, and um, yeah, it, it's you know he's a breath of fresh air to the NFL, definitely to the Steelers. I'm glad the Steelers have him and drafted him. Um, makes Snoop Dogg very happy because he's yeah. a USC guy. Um, yeah, so. Uh, but doesn't Snoop's kid go to UCLA? He does, mm. you know. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and Snoop and and Snoop said, "Look, I'm openly a USC guy. I'm openly a Steelers fan. You know, my son is going here for his best interests. Am I not? Am I not gonna still love USC and the Steelers? No. Am I gonna hate USC? I'll wear my kid's jersey. I'll support my kid. Yeah. You know, he's still gonna root for USC." You know, even though his kid plays for UCLA. And I think his kid's, what, uh, a sophomore now? 
So, I mean, his kid's not even seen a lot of time. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's just one game a year that you have to Yeah, it's one game a year. Decision. You have to make that decision. Granted, it's a huge game. Yeah. But it's it is. usually it's over, California. like, a holiday weekend, so you can just... Definitely. Not that Snoop needs an excuse. Right. <laughs> but, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if you're getting stressed out about the decision of who to root for, like, there are legal ways to deal with that in the state I mean, of California. And, and speaking of UCLA, I mean, we're, we're watching Center right now. Josh Rosen sat out the bowl game due to a concussion protocol. Uh, and he's in the top three picks of the NFL. Yeah. And he didn't play the bowl game. Now that he was he really in percu- uh, concussion protocol, or did he like, yeah, I don't want to take a chance of getting injured and mess up my draft status. I mean, who knows? But I honestly, don't know. that's uh, a trend that started last year. Yeah, that's a trend that started two years ago. No, but you know, concussion protocol is not the way you want to be. Like, ah, not, yeah. don't don't mess you know, with that. Uh, I have a twisted ankle. I don't want to take my chances. You know, <laughs> concussion protocol is not necessarily the way you want to go about that if you wanted to sit out. Um, but anyway. You know, Juju, he's doing a hell. He's doing a hell of a job. And Bryant showed up this week. Hell yeah. of a hell of a couple plays. I told you we were gonna need Bryant. I, know I told you we Bryant. were gonna need him. I wasn't. I wasn't rooting for a Brown injury at that point. But I wasn't rooting for a Brown. Injury everybody at all. wanted to cut. Everybody wanted to cut Bryant. Well, no. Everybody wanted to cut him. Nobody wanted to cut him. Nobody wanted to cut him. Some people did. I didn't Some say cut were, him. A lot of people you know, were saying cut him. You know, I. I yeah, I, I was the one that said, if he's asking for a trade, see what you can get for him. Mm-hmm. You know what? Can you get Josh Gordon? Trade him to the Browns and get Josh Gordon. Even up. Boom. Yeah. And Josh Gordon was coming off of what? N- not playing in the NFL for two complete seasons. Yeah. And have a history of off-the-field issues. And he was getting his life back together. You know what? I think Josh Gordon would have straightened the fuck up real quick and said, hey, you're going to go into the Steelers. Hey! Um... I haven't done drugs in years. <laughs> not, I haven't thought about it. You know, I mean, look at Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden's... Uh, okay. Joe Hayden comes to Pittsburgh. Granted, he was sidebarred with an injury for the last couple of weeks. He played. He had a hell of a game. And he was covering DeAndre Hopkins the whole game. Yeah. I mean... More on that later. Yeah. You see that catch? Oh, well, that catch for DeAndre Hopkins was amazing. And I don't care who you are. And yeah, it was against the Steelers, and yeah, that catch was a touchdown catch, and it, at that point was meaningless. They weren't coming back. I'd have been, but that I'd was been, a hell of a catch. If I, I would have been proud to lose a game based on a catch like that. If I that would have been, been a, if that would have been a game-winning catch, shit. He wow, he balled out. There it is. I mean, it's like when you know Cardinals fans saw Santonio Holmes. Win the Super Bowl with that catch, right? I mean, yeah, you're you're disappointed and you're mad, but like, you got to tip your hat. Oh yeah, there are worse ways to lose a Super Bowl. Than, yeah, by than, a field goal by Anna Terry. No, the worst way to lose a Super Bowl is to throw two interceptions to some guy <laughs> who ends up becoming the uh, Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> yeah, the only, what, like the what, like only twice that a defensive player has been a Super Bowl MVP. Uh, and once was Desmond Howard, and it was yeah. more for kick returns. De- Desmond Howard's a special teams. MVP. Well, but, I mean, he was listed as a corner. He was listed as a defenseman, as a defense. Yeah, well, I mean, but they don't like like in the program. You're either like you're, yeah an offensive position or a defensive, defensive position. position. You're correct. And there's there's no like special teams gunner in the media guide. 
So yeah, like he was a defensive MVP who basically won the MVP on the merit of his kick returns. But Larry Brown of the Dallas Cowboys, you know, yeah, he, he did it as a defensive player getting interceptions. He was. The, he, didn't, he didn't have to cover a guy to get. He was. The, he was the best. He was rec- wide open. He was the best receiver Steelers had that he day. He was wide open. <laughs> uh, but we're, we're like, more like of enough our about demise. the Steelers of the more of our mid nineties, man. We yeah. got we've got the Steelers of now. So we're going. To, uh, we're going. We're playing Cleveland this weekend. Did Did you get a chance to watch Mike Thomas press conference today? No. I do every Tuesday. That's my thing. I do. I watch Mike Tomlin's press conference every Tuesday. Mike Tomlin cracks me up in his press conferences no, he's because hilarious. he 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 uses words that you have to pull out a thesaurus for and ask Google. <laughs> um, and also, you know, I, I think he took press conference school from Bill Belichick. Um, no, he's way more entertaining. Well, uh, right, but he's he he doesn't give you an answer with. 40 words where Bill Belichick says no, no, no. Um, so Mike Tomlin, I think, taking Bill Belichick's press conferences to another level where he still says no, but tells you 30 words why he said no. Um, My favorite thing about Tomlin is I, I did watch his, like, um, the Mike Tomlin show oh, yeah. that airs late at night on uh, with TV. Bob With Bob with Hubby. Bob Hubby. And I, I just love it. Like, they're sitting in this, like, little den with like a mantle in the back and there's right? like there's like poinsettias on the mantle because it's the Christmas season and Bob Pompiani is like sitting there in like khakis and a red Christmas sweater. Not like an ugly Christmas sweater, mind you. And Mike like Tom a, was like a tasteful and red Ma- sweater. And Mike Tom was sitting in, in black breakaway pants and a Steelers gray, no gray sweats. Gray sweats, a Steelers hoodie with a whistle around a his Steelers neck. Steelers hoodie with a whistle around his neck. And you know, like Maybe he just, you and I are maybe he late. just didn't have you know it's the lifestyle of the bartender slash like yeah yeah you and I are up working yeah, broadcasting yeah you, you and I are up way too Not late executive <laughs> no you're an executive I'm an executive man. of my house because you I work, work from, from home, home. <laughs> so yes I am a lead at my work site thank you thanks I just had to say that out loud there it is <laughs> but yeah like the Mike Tomlin show comes on late as hell. It I watch does. it. <laughs> it does. So speaking of Mike Tomlin press conference today, he went over um, the game plan for this week against the Browns because we know the Steelers are playing the Browns. The Browns are coming into Pittsburgh 0-15 for the 16th game of the season in Week 17. The Browns shouldn't have to play a Week 16 game or a 17 game outdoors. That should be like, like a like a pity rule. Like you're gonna be winless at this point, so well, you, can, you can play like Houston or Dallas. Or Indianapolis. Well, the Browns were... Or, like, a team from a warm climate. But that, that sucks to have to come be, like... Well, you know, unfortunately, with Roger, with Roger Goodell's uh, schedule input that the the uh, NFL scheduled the division games... Um, are they? He said meaningful games late in the season. That's so, awesome. Which is awesome because mm-hmm. it makes me... Because, you know, okay, four years ago, the Steelers... We're in playoff position, rolling in, and as a season ticket holder, your last two home games were against the were against, um, we'll we'll call it the Titans and the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Okay, neither one of those games meant anything. We locked up our division, and they sat everybody. Why I mean, would you go? Why, why would you? Would you, you okay, yeah. so so now it's coming down the wire, and the Steelers still have something to play for. As long as the Patriots lose to the Jets on Sunday, we could get the first round. 
We could be the number one if the Patriots lose to the Jets, or we could be number two, which we're already locked into. But we have no chance of slipping below number two. But we have two. no chance of slipping below number two. So do you think that that's a worthwhile like proposition to well, risk Well, and, and, and when they asked Tomlin about resting players and starters <coughs> and so forth, he says, we'll, we'll come to that as, he says, I'll make that decision uh, as the time comes. And, that's what he always says. And we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that in a professional manner. And we will take care of business how we need to take care of business. Our focus right now is on the Cleveland Browns. We know they are an 0-16 or an 0-15 team coming into Pittsburgh, but that doesn't mean that they're not hungry. Um, you know, on any given Sunday, any team can win. Boom. There it is. You're right. Mm. Um, do I think the Browns stand a chance in hell on Sunday? No. Do I think that North Hills High School would be playing the Browns on Sunday? Maybe in the second half. He's going to go ahead and start the starters the first half. And then after that, he'll be like, all right, Ben, you sit down let Landry Jones go in. All right, you sit down let this guy go in. All right, you sit down let this guy go in. Um, do I think he's going to pull Juju? No. Do I think he's going to pull Bryant? No. If Brown was active, he would pull him. Do you think somebody should pull the fire alarm at the Browns Hotel just for fun? No. They don't need any more distractions. They got enough. Not not to like help the Browns. The, not to give the Steelers an edge, but just just for the like. No. Just for the lulls, man. No, no. I mean, the Browns have suffered enough. I mean, a they're in Cleveland. But it's one more one more game, and then they could catch up on all the sleep they want. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Uh, you know what? If you want to go to the Weston Hotel, on, on is that where they're staying? Yeah, they stay at the Weston. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. why not? Yeah, if you want to go to the Westin on Saturday night at 3 a.m. and go pull the fire alarm, um, I will start a GoFundMe page right now for Matt's Dude. bail money. Yeah, but it's impossible. <laughs> you can't do anything anymore. There's cameras everywhere. Oh, you can do it. That's why I said I have to start a GoFundMe page to pay your bail money. But if they can't catch me, I won't need to get bailed out. Well, there's cameras. They'll exactly. catch you they visibly. will catch me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm not going to look. Just listen, man. Chief Schubert, I know you listen to this podcast every week. Like, whoever pulls the Browns like hotel like fire alarm, it, it wasn't, wasn't me. Matt Meehan. It was not Matt Meehan of Brookline. No, I Chief used to Schubert? be Dormont's problem, but now I'm yours. Chief but Schubert listens. Me. Oh man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I live in Mount Lebanon. I'm good, but I still go through Brookline a lot. All right, Chief Schubert. If you see my name come across the board, let me know. Yeah. Um, so this week also inspired, not inspired, but I get transcended some issues. God, I'm so over the last game. If that's what you're trying to say, like, are we are we mad about, like, we got nothing to be mad about this week with the Texans. No, not with the Texans. So we got a little, little Boxing Day present. From the NFL for something to be mad about. Right. And you remember how much fun it was to be mad about the Patriots last week? Well, yeah, because of Jesse James's catch wasn't a catch, and then mm-hmm. yeah, and then you had my boy up in Buffalo. So maybe you were mad about the refs. I was mad about the refs. But it, 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 it involved New England in a way. It involved New England. It was undeniable. You know, the dude up in Buffalo uh, makes the catch, tiptoes his way, Drags toe, foot down, drags toe, and they call that, and they call it a touchdown, 
on the field. And then, of course, all touchdowns are reviewable. So it goes to New York. Not a touchdown. He did not drag his last toe. Whatever. Bullshit. That 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 took the wind out of the sails of the Bills. Yeah, you know the Bills at that point were giving New England everything they had, and then and mind you, the sails of the Bills are made out of like natty mm, cases stitched together. I was thinking Swiss cheese, but okay, um, you know, and so they go into halftime, and then after that, the Patriots just come out and just pummel. You know, they went in tied at 16-all, and they come out to win 34-16. to But did they get good play from their outside linebackers? I don't think they did. Well, then maybe they need to upgrade that position. And I think they did. Arguably, it's possible that a it, Steelers backup uh, might not be able to help you the know, Patriots uh, so a much. A former Steelers starter, an NFL defensive player of the year uh somebody that has the uh super bowl record defensive touchdown play from scrimmage um arguably the best defensive play in super bowl history and one of the nicest guys you could ever meet though he looks like he would eat you for lunch and you wouldn't want to meet him in an alley um i wouldn't want to meet anyone in an alley that would be fair it's an awkward. Like, I've met you in an alley. Met you Granted, alley. you were parking your car, but I mean, it's not. It's not an alley. That's a parking lot. It's in Dormont, in Dormont, it's an an a alley. very fine distinction, but there is a, <laughs> there is a difference. Trust yeah. me. I mean, okay, so there was five spaces before it went up into the alley. All right. Anyway, if we were gonna like, if you really want to make me mad, like we could talk about Dormont parking. But I'm not Dormont we're, we're, we're not on Dormont parking I'm just authority. Bill Belichick's a troll mad because mm-hmm. what happened today, Tuesday, So it was, it was it was Saturday. It started Saturday. Saturday. Right. The Steelers. It was, it was Saturday or Friday. After Saturday. making it was Saturday. After making him practice all day. Go ahead and release James Harrison. He's cut. I thought Josh Harrison would have been out of Pittsburgh before James Harrison. You are correct. Based on the the Garrett Cold trade talk that we aren't Correct. going to get into today, James Harrison was Steelers was, legend ninety two was released from the team, cut, cut to make room for an O lineman to make room for an O lineman after a four game suspension for PEDs. Kind <laughs> of ironic. Um, <laughs> the most the most insane workout guy that the Steelers right? have ever had. And who's, like every, and who's passed every and who's passed every PED test yeah. ever given to him? It's a little ironic. Um, so, and like that irony's not enough though, because I predicted that he would end up where he ended up. Uh, you are not the only one, sir. There were several people along those bandwagon trails mm-hmm. and said, "Oh, Baltimore, New England, Baltimore, New England," and Baltimore's still in the hunt for a wild card spot because the wild cards aren't locked up yet. Yeah. So this weekend's wild card weekend, really. You're you're watching, you know, five other games. Baltimore in their prime was based around good linebackers. Yeah, I mean, you know, old linebackers. Suggs is like eighty. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, Ray Lewis wasn't that young. But no, the Ravens didn't get him. Mm-hmm. He didn't go to the Ravens. He went to New England. Tell, oh yeah, he went to New England. 
Um, we just found that out this afternoon. We did, and actually, when I found that out, I saw the everybody saw the posts, and that this morning he was visiting New England, and then I went to work. I'm glad I stayed off Twitter all day because I went to it work. It was a done deal by the time I found out about it. It was actually easier to deal with than like having it play out. Well, well, I was on my trolley to work today, and I was looking through. It said James Harrison visited New England. I saw this earlier today before I went to work. James Harrison is visiting New England. Got it, got it, got it. I'm on the trolley on the way to work, and I see James Harrison's visiting New England. And then I get off the trolley. I went underground for a minute, so I lost signal. And I get back up, and I look back through, and the first thing I see on the Twitter was a picture of James Harrison and Tom Brady, and the caption says, Finally a teammate that's older than me. Which is funny. It's a funny... That is a if funny... That was like... Clayton Kershaw. That is funny. Like, posting about, like, freaking, I don't know, like, Jamie Moyer or that something. Is, yeah, yeah, right. Like, that, you'd have been like, oh, that's good. That's funny. That's funny. But it's but it's the Patriots. It's the Patriots. Nothing's funny about them. So, so here's what happens now. Am I mad at James Harrison for going to the Patriots? No. No. I'm, here's why Steve's not mad at James Harrison going to the Patriots. Because he needed a job. Because James Harrison came back to the Steelers this year, signed with the Steelers, what was that, two-year deal? Whatever. He was getting, he's getting a league veteran minimum, which is a mil one, mil two, which is way more than you and I will make in the next 10 years. Um... He spends three hundred and fifty grand a year on his body, his nutrition, his workouts. If you've ever seen a NFL player's paycheck or a MLB player's paycheck, they are in a way high tax bracket. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what Donald Trump does, they're still getting fucked. <laughs> I have a picture on my phone of Andrew McCutcheon's paycheck that shows him. Now, granted, it's a two-week paycheck, and it's eight hundred and forty-one thousand for two weeks, but he only took home four hundred and twenty-two thousand. <sighs> to you and me, that's like fuck, dude. I'd be the baseball for that much, but <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I I talk to these guys. I mean, they're, they're you know they're. You know, they're taxed in the city they, they play in, the state they play in, they're taxed in whatever. NFL dues, union dues, this, that, and the other thing. So, James Harrison, for a, we'll call it an even million dollar a year contract, he's seeing 575 of it, 575,000 of it after the taxes and bullshit. And then he spends 300 grand on his body. He's still putting it in a bank more in one year than you and I do. But. What else? So he's got an opportunity to. Make he's got money. an opportunity to. He's go got an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. He has an opportunity to win he a Super Bowl. He can get another ring. He can get another he ring. He can play football, which is what he, he loves to do. He can play football, do. which is what he loves to do. That's why he does all this shit with his he, body. He he uh he came back to the Steelers this year, and yeah, they drafted T.J. Watt. So you respect him for like wanting to keep playing. I respect him for wanting to keep playing, and I respect him for for not. Giving up his dream, and honestly, whatever happens this year, 
after the season's over, whether the Patriots go to the Super Bowl, whether the Steelers go to the Super Bowl, whether the Kansas City Chiefs go to the Super Bowl, um, that he's done. Yeah, no, the this... Patriots. The Patriots sign him out of spite. The Steelers. No, that's that's what that's what's so interesting about this. The Patriots. Like I'm more angry at Belichick for this than I am at Harrison. I'm like more I can't angry. I can't blame a guy who just got cut from a football team that was for going out and joining a different football team. Because he's a football player. The Steelers could That's have what re- his job is. But the Steelers could if have you resigned get, him. Like, if, you leave, if you lose your job, you go out and you find another job in your field, preferably, because it's an easier transition than, like, could you imagine James Harrison, like, going to work for fucking Aflac? Hey, you know what? I mean... <laughs> you know what? Steve's the server and bartender. Hey, Steve, you get fired from work at the job you're at. What do I do? I go and look at every other restaurant and bar in the city and throw out resumes and applications and hopefully catch on with one in a week or two. Matt, you get let go from the job you're doing of, you know, telecasting whatever you telecast. Um, You have less options than I do, but you go out and, you know, and you hustle, you you hustle, you know, job or what happens is what happens. Hey, Matt, you're telecasting for this company right now. Guess what? We are ABC, so you're going to, you know, here's this much money and we'll throw it at you and you go telecast for us. Mm-hmm. There it is. But um, if, if, if ABC is hiring me just to, like, troll my former employer, uh-huh. that's where I have a problem. Mm, true. And I kind of see so, that here. So this, this is an element of, like... So, so I'm, not actually, uh, I'm not actually mad at the Patriots. Belichick makes me, like... Belichick makes uh, my skin curl. Yeah. Uh, Brady makes my skin curl. I am not mad at the Patriots for signing James Harrison. I am not mad at Tom Brady for this move. I am mad at the Steelers for this move. Why? Because. Because they cut him? Okay. They needed to make a spot for Gilbert to come back. I get it. You gotta put him somewhere. They kept a guy... And I can't remember his name right now. He's a... I'd have to look it back up, and I'll probably spend more time looking it back up. But he... They kept a guy that is a fourth-round draft pick that's been three years in the league, spent two years on the practice squad, and is a backup. Uh, And they cut Harrison, kept him to bring Gilbert back. Also, the Steelers brought in Sean Spence, who, Sean Spence, good player. He's a good player. They needed to replace Shazier, though. Sean Spence has been out of football for three weeks, which we talked about last week when they brought Sean Spence in. Harrison's a pass rusher, and they were trying to replace a coverage guy. Correct. So you Um, you can't just like say, like, well, Shazier is hurt, so... You keep Harrison to fill Shazier's spot because they they do two different things in the they do scheme. they do yeah yeah well yeah, Harrison cannot drop back into coverage and cover a tight end he can't he could four years ago five years ago he can't now um I think the Steelers dropped the ball on this where they could have made room elsewhere they could have dropped you know. 
There should just be a rule where you're allowed they, they, to just keep a guy. Well, they just because he's well, like okay, a okay. Well, okay. Well, here's something you stupid. Know? There's a 53 man roster, but they only dress 46. Mm-hmm. The fuck's up with that? There should just be like a, a okay, a Pittsburgh basement it, with it, like a bunch of Steelers <laughs> paraphernalia. Right? You like okay? You say like Harrison. You go sit in the basement and just like DVR so, the game for me. So the Steelers and report the, back. Okay, so the Steelers run three tight ends: mm-hmm. Jesse James, who dresses every week, and then it's been between Grimble and McDonald. And they've both had impact. They've both had impact more than Harrison has. I mean, honestly, this year. All right. Would you rather have um, Grimble, who catches? You need all the weapons for Ben. You fifteen can get. balls. You need, you need every. Weapon on offense that you could get. The defense is going to be a sieve at times. Um, All right, so on defense, you need pass rushers. Right. That's what that's what gets me. Is it like he's a if he's we have to play Brady again? Okay, so we could have Harrison right, sacking right, Brady. Right, so yeah, uh, and yeah, now exactly. he's going to be sitting on the sideline watching us sack Brady. No, 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 no. Now what's going to happen is fucking Harrison's going to be on the edge, coming around Ben's blind side and nah, fucking crushing. Well, yeah, him. I mean, I'm best case scenario though, he's. Not going to sack Ben. Best case scenario, he doesn't even fucking see a play. Best case scenario, like, they're going to lose in the first playoff game to, like, the Ravens. Or, like, the Bills. That would be awesome is if the Bills Bills sneak in, win their wild card game, and then knock off New England for us. I mean, seriously, I mean... (laughs) um, I can dream. I'm going to dream. That's my dream. Let's go, Buffalo. uh, You know, I mean... I hate this. It just tells me, oh, to be determined, to be determined. Shit. Fuck you. Give me standings. So, all right. Patriots in the East. Chiefs in the West. Steelers in the North. Jags in the South. Titans are 8 and 7. Ravens are 9 and 6. Chargers are 8 and 7. Bills are 8 and 7. So, it looks like the Ravens are getting in. And then it's between. Uh, I don't know the the breakdown between the Bills, the you know, the Chargers, and the Titans. Cause the, you that, call the, yourself a sports podcast host, and you don't oh, know Jesus the Christ. NFL tie breaks uh, between the Bills, the Titans, and the Chargers. Come on, I'm kidding. I mean, I mean that's a lot. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. You know what? That's part of the fun of it, man. Like so, don't don't obsess over it. Like just watch the games. I, I know. And then let, you got let the okay. So here, like, so here's this. For you. So here's this. So, honestly, as football fans, we, as football fans, could get fucked out of a PA Super Bowl again. Two reasons. Um, Nick Foles. Uh, yeah, Nick Foles. That's the main reason, because Carson Wentz went down. And, alright, the Eagles locked up. Home field throughout. So, everything goes through Philly. Mm-hmm. Who's to say Philly doesn't go out... Not next week because they're not playing, but the week after they got incredibly lucky and they to beat the Raiders and then they go through and they lose their first playoff game and then the NFC goes through, God knows where L.A. for maybe I I, I don't know who has the next best record in the NFC I don't, um, but in two thousand and four it was Eagles. Hosted the who they host? I was living in Jersey at the time, and I was at the bar was by my house. 
No, Tampa beat them in 0-2 and went. Um, oh, that right. That's right. Um, I was for oh four. I was. Was it the Rams? I, uh, Rams. I think mm-hmm. it was. Maybe the Rams. And um, I don't know for sure, but we're saying Rams. We could be wrong. Tweet us if we're wrong at Bold PGH Sports on Twitter. But um, if you're an Eagles fan, do not at my personal. Yeah, do not like at I the personal. Just yeah, just do the Bold PGH. Um, so the Eagles went to the Super Bowl <laughs> and they played the Patriots in 04 in Jacksonville. And the Patriots came into Pittsburgh and they beat the Steelers. Yeah. And we're like, shit, there goes our chance to the PA Super Bowl. Well, we have it lined up again. Maybe an all PA Super Bowl. Wentz goes down. Oh, just think. It would, it would, a, a PA Super Bowl would open a whole new front in the war between the cities. Yeah. That will never be settled. Like, we hate the Flyers and the Flyers hate the Penguins. And it doesn't matter how many times, like, the Flyers beat us in a row back when they had that winning streak. Like, we will always hate the Flyers. The Flyers will always hate the Penguins. Now, the Steelers-Eagles, there's not so much heat there because... No, they're different conferences. different conferences. But once you've got a Super Bowl between the two of you, like, there's, you know, like, you are forever linked. And if we have a PA Super Bowl, regardless of the outcome, like... You're always going to have that element added into the rivalry. It's going to be the Steelers and the Eagles, and they once played a Super Bowl together, and Philly's going to hate us because the Steelers are going to win. Now, I I can't say for certain that the Eagles are actually going to make the Super Bowl or the Steelers. I, I think we're well, probably more likely to get, like, an Eagles-Patriots. Yeah, you're more likely to get... I, I don't know about Eagles-Patriots, but I, I think you're more likely to get, like, Steelers Rams, um, I'd love that. I'd love any Steelers uh, Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, um, I'd I'd watch the Steelers play like, you know, the th- cast of like, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> in a obviously, Super Bowl. obviously. Uh, oh, that's Sheldon. So you know what? Such a game. You know, manager. so New England signs James Harrison. Now, are they pumping him for information? Of course, of course they, they are. are. Of course, of course they, they are. are. They every, pumped, they every pumped team... LeGarrette Blunt for information, and he barely even knew anything because he was only here for like six weeks. And he was high half the time. Yeah. Um, and you know what, you know, though? I mean, some of the Steelers... We did the same thing with Ridley. Like, you, I mean, you ever watch Zone Blitz on weed? <laughs> no. <I> mean, <laughs> it's no. like Jon Stewart and... I don't smoke weed. ...in Half-Baked. Like, you ever watch the Steelers defense where like the defensive end drops into coverage and they blitz a middle linebacker? You ever watch that... A weed, weed. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm certain that the Patriots were pumping Legarrette Blunt for info, and I'm certain they're pumping Harrison for info. Shit, uh, okay, and the Steelers are pumping Ridley for info too. That they brought him in last yeah. week. Uh, they're pumping him for info. But how much info are you really gonna get? Like this is this is like yeah, because this you is know the anti hysteria perspective right now. Like, you don't think the Steelers have like a different set of language that they need to use if in case like they're you know it comes down we're, to this we're talking about a team whose toughest challenge every year is the guys who videotape practice <laughs> so you don't think they've learned by now to like come up with like another set of signals kind of like how baseball teams do whenever they're playing you know a scene or a, a sign stealing scene stealing <laughs> like what like scene sign yeah I mean, 
I mean, unless you have a friend in the uh, in, in the stands with an Apple Watch, um, texting you on an Apple Watch. I mean, that's a different story. Um, but no, seriously, Matt, are you mad at James Harrison for going to the Patriots? I'm not. Are you mad at the Steelers for releasing him? A little bit. It, it's kind of it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But on the other hand, I can understand. You know, needing to fill roster spots, and he's basically and not the part. Pa- he's not part of the the mix. And the Patriots, honestly, on, on the Patriots, honestly, they do need an outside pass rusher. Their DN's not looking great either, so they're filling a hole where they have a void. Uh, am I mad at James Harrison for going to the Patriots? No, he you still never get mad at somebody for doing their job. Am I mad to Steelers for the way they handled the situation? Yes. Um, it's not as bad as the way they handled Paul Amalu. Oh, no, that was bad. That, that was... The only thing I have to they say... They actually did Harrison a favor. Like, they should have uh, they should have released Troy Paul Amalu and given him a chance to, like, go somewhere well, else. Well, you know, I mean, then he would have went to the Patriots. But, um... Troy Polamalu, how, how they handled him was... I might have worn a Polamalu pants you know, jersey. That's how much respect I have for that guy. Uh, totally. And I'm so glad he retired as a I steward. can't believe I said now, that. Okay, now, okay. Now, now think of this for a minute. How does this affect James Harrison's legacy in Pittsburgh? So, he already went to the Bengals. The Steelers didn't talk to him as his free agent. And when he was a free agent, he went to the Bengals and signed a three-year deal. Or did he sign a two-year deal? Anyway, he played at least one year, maybe two. I think just one. I think he's just played just one with New England. I have to Google that shit if he played one or two. Um, and then afterwards, they released him, I believe is what happened. I think they signed a two-year deal. He played one. They released him. Um, now, I know a lot of people said they were done with Harrison when he went to the Bengals. Right. But then they welcomed him back with open arms. Correct. Now, there's no way to... But then Test he came back theory. to. But then he came back to Pittsburgh and right. didn't play. He signed his retirement papers. Because you know what? I happened to work in a restaurant that held his retirement dinner. Oh, I did. Man, um, I bet you there was some meat. Oh, there was a lot of meat. <laughs> so let me pull up right here. One year he went to the Bengals. So, because yep, he went to the Bengals, played that year, that whole offseason. The restaurant worked that opened up that following year and he retired and signed his retirement papers. They had his retirement dinner at the restaurant I worked at two weeks later after the last three games in a row, Paul Amalu, Kiesel and a couple guys called him on the flight on the way back and said, would you come back? We're talking to people. Yeah. And he came back. Um, but that's how weekend- long ago that was. That was 2014. The fact that Paul Amalu and Kiesel were That was involved. 2014. That's not going to so, happen again. Like, no, it's not going to happen. He's done. So, oh, his Wikipedia page already updated to 2017 to present. <sighs> Patriots. On his Wikipedia page. Um, so... Can you, like, open the Patriots page in a separate tab and we can, like, maybe delete that entry from Wikipedia later? We potentially could because anybody can update or well, not Wikipedia. <laughs> the Patriots... Um, uh, why doesn't everybody just go on and delete the Patriots Wikipedia page? Right. If anybody awesome. who's listening has a Wikipedia login, 
Could you please so, just delete their page? Like, someone will put it so, back up. So, anyway, he came this back. This is the resistance, man. Hashtag yeah, resist. He came back to the Steelers, and he retired, signed his retirement papers and whatnot in the offseason. And then they called him up, and three weeks into the season brought him back. Then signed him, and then brought him off for another couple years. I get it. Okay? He asked his kids, hey, do you want to play again? And his kids like, yeah, if you're playing for the Steelers, we'll play again. Whatever. Now, this, I don't think, is a kid's decision for him. This is a fuck you decision. But, I, I, you, I cannot let what is basically an HR issue yeah, it's an issue. Change the way that I feel about the contributions that he made to the I, team. Yeah, c- completely. Okay. So, no, no, here's like, my... I'm, I do not play for the Steelers. I do not work for the Steelers. Nope. I have never I. played organized football. So, for me to say that it's, like, wrong for him to go and, like, sign with another team, like, I have no basis of saying that. Like, I'm only evaluating it as a fan. And if... If he so, sacks Roethlisberger on, like, the second third play, and ten from yeah. the eight-yard line when the Steelers are trying to score the game-winning the touchdown in Foxborough, yeah, yeah, yeah. then that will affect the way I feel about him significantly. So, so, but, but I cannot get mad at a guy for going and, like, doing what his job is, so, which is so to James be a Harrison, player. in order, he will get to the Hall of Fame eventually. He's not going to be a first ballot. He might be a first ballot just because of his Super Bowl play. I don't know. But... As a Steeler fan, if he comes back to the team and the Patriots cut him after this year and don't resign him and he's done, he's 40, he's done, whatever, and he goes back to the team, signs a one-day contract, and retires as a Steeler, his reception will not be as loving as it was the first time. It depends what he does. It depends what he does with New England in the playoffs. People are people are not going to even remember that this happened if, if he the doesn't Patriots if he doesn't win. get on the field or if the Patriots if don't he win doesn't the Super Bowl. if the if the Patriots win the Super Bowl and Harrison doesn't get on the field it's water under the bridge and we I got think a lot of Patriots, bridges in this I, th- town. I think if the Patriots win the Super Bowl it doesn't It'll matter be an afterthought. If, I don't know if the Patriots win the Super Bowl whether he got on the field or not. I think it's an issue. Now, if we have a thing like... I think it's an issue. Remember when the, the Patriots won the first Super Bowl that they ever won with Mike Vrabel? 2001. And he came on and he and he came out and was like, man, this beats covering kicks in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, if James Harrison has some kind of event where he's allowed to, like, make us... Not allowed, but, you know, like, he's... Makes a he, comment he, he, he or... gets He gets, like, some pub... Because he makes a play or two. Okay. And and he's asked to comment on it. And he says something along the lines of like, I'm so much happier here than in Pittsburgh where they cut me. And isn't this so great? Then yeah, like that's going to affect the way we feel about him. Thing is, but if he, if he just earns a couple paychecks and wins a Super Bowl ring as like... Uh, like you know, like a backup for a guy who's just winded. Like I don't think it's that big of a deal. Well, we need to get over that because if we lose to the Patriots, in well, here's the thing. It comes down to it was a business decision that we had no. 
information on. Right. You you and I could call the Steelers tomorrow or right now and be like, you guys were fucking stupid. And they're like, uh, whatever. And I could call Kevin Colbert tomorrow and he'd be like, nope, sorry, it's done. It doesn't matter. It's a business decision. Yeah. Here and there. They had to know that this could happen. Yeah. They're not dumb. It's they know the what teams are still involved in looking to add pieces. Exactly. And they cut them anyway. They did. And I'm not, like, involved in the winter meetings of the baseball. I'm not involved in, uh, like, General shit. Jim Rutherford. And shit, if you and I were involved in winter meetings of baseball, the Pirates you know, would have the highest payroll. My, my, my point is this. Like, I predicted <laughs> Harrison to the Patriots, as did a lot of other people on social uh, yeah. media. As soon as, soon as they released them... This is like a total no-brainer. Yep. And as far as Harrison's legacy is concerned, he still did what he did when he had a chance to do it for the Steelers. I, will, I, am, I am forever grateful for that Super Bowl play. And Even I will, though he cost me $50 in my block pool right? by changing the score at halftime. I will, not, I will not burn my Harrison jersey. I will not hate him when I see him at IHOP. I will not hate him when I see him... At the restaurant I work at. If you hate anyone at IHOP, you need to rethink your, your that relationship is true. with pancakes. That is true. Like, how could you be hateful I, I'm at not a ha- place that stuffs pancakes with, with everything? Everything. <laughs> so, on that note, folks, we are way over time. We love pancakes, though. We love pancakes. Welcome we're way to over bold time. pancakes. So, we're going to have bleeding into the next episode. Yeah, uh, Amanda already said no to um, cats. No, no Matt and Steve bold cats. Oh, man. Old cats. Um, because well, she real already... quickly, I've got another vet appointment in the morning. So, uh, uh yeah, uh, yeah. She already said. She already said no. Your your shit was not gonna be like two men and their pussy. Um, what? So, yeah, she oh. came up with that. She says that's nope. awesome. Yeah, I know they, it's awesome. How can you kibosh the best name you ever came up with? I know she's like, no, there's no two men and their pussies. Oh, um, we can so, yeah. retool it though. It could be like two men and like a really smart, strong, independent woman. And their pussies. Right. Right? It, it could... Okay, yeah. I mean, we could it could be Amanda out. or it could be someone else. True. It could be a different guest woman every week. And she could just tell us how stupid we are for an hour. But the point is that <laughs> the cats are getting the attention. Matt, that would take long more than an hour to tell us how well, stupid we are. Well, people don't have all day. <laughs> it's true. But speaking about being all day, we are well over time. So we're going to go ahead and go ahead and we're going to fly through these NFL picks. Because these should be pretty easy about now. Oh, it's week seventeen. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Browns and Steelers. We're Browns. going Steelers. Oh wait, wrong. What the fuck do you say, Browns? My I'm ass. Trying to drag. All this right, out. Packers, Lions. You been on that Lions bit? I'm gonna join I'm that still club. On that Lions, man. I'm joining that club. I'm on that. that I'm joining that club. Texans and Colts. Texans. Texans. I'm going Colts. Fire yo. tested by I'm, the Steelers. They're I'm ready. going Colts. JJ Watt's mom is like, you guys disappointed me greatly. Uh, Bears and the Vikings. I'm taking Vikings. Yeah, me too. Jets and the Pats. We want the Jets. J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. But I mean, we're going picking. I got no money on this. I got no money on this either. Do you want to leave this as a null void game? No line. No line. When I was like, when I was like 13, I played in this pickup basketball league. And the, the guy who organized it used to he used to run point spreads on these pickup basketball games. Nice. And my team was so bad that it was no line every week. All right, so how about the Skins <laughs> and the Giants? Skins. 
Yep, I'm going there too. Cowboys and Eagles in Philly. Eagles. Eagles. Uh, we're differing right here. I'm going boys. Ala Jean Mangrum. I'm going Cowboys. How about the uh, Panthers and the Falcons? Hmm, that's a toughie. Falcons you know, need to win. Falcons need to win, but Greg Olson has turned into Lumberjack Dexter. Well, because so, Greg Olson's been my tight end for years in fantasy football. Then yeah, but guy... now he's Lumberjack Dexter, so <sighs> I feel like he's going to get away with it. I'm taking the Panthers. Uh, I'm going Falcons. Fuck it. You're smart. How about the uh, Bungles and the Ravens? I think the Ravens... I mean, the name says it all. The Ravens need to win this game. The Bungles don't win. They bungle. Right? So we're going Ravens. Uh, Bills and the Finns? Buffalo, man. Yep. Buffalo Mafia. Saints and the Bucks. Saints. Yep, I'm there too. Jags and the Titans? I'm taking the Jags. Jags, yeah. Chiefs and the Broncos. It's a meaningless game for the Chiefs. Yeah, I can't pick the Broncos. They've they've let me down every time. Yep, I'm going Chiefs too. I always pick the I I, I root for the Broncos because my grandma is from Denver. Right. And um So how about the Raiders just, and the Chargers? They disappoint. Raiders looked good. I'm Against the Eagles, like, they got lucky. The Eagles got very lucky. Chargers, though, like... Yeah, they're not... The Chargers aren't all that They're great. on the bubble right now, they're though, aren't they? I, uh, I think they are on a... They're a bubble team. I believe they are, yeah. What do I care? Um, I'm going Raiders. I'm going Raiders, too. Hey, Chris Lambusa, we're picking the Raiders. We love the, the South Hills Raider Nation. It's like... There's like four or five people. There's like four or five people that hang out every week at Canes. And and it's um, you know like I've yeah. never felt more welcome in a like non. I've totally gone. I, I've totally gone to a Steelers Raiders game in Oakland. Have you? Where I haven't gone. No, no, no. Okay, let me let me rephrase this. Steelers Ra- uh, Raiders in Oakland. I've gone to Canes. Oh, okay. With Raiders Nation and sat in Raiders Nation for the six guys that hang out there. Um, and have been welcomed. We've yeah. all bought beers for each other. See, We've the thing about the Raiders is they're they are an international brand. They're like the Steelers and the Cowboys. They are, but they but they are nomadic in their nature because they went from Oakland to L.A. back to Oakland, and then they're moving. And to they're Vegas. going to Vegas, yeah. And like our friend Chris is from New Jersey, New Jersey, and, and he picked the Raiders because of Marcus Allen and just like at yes. the right time when he was starting to pay attention to football. Um. The last Steeler game I went to was the last time the Raiders were in town. I oh, went wow. With Phil. That was that long I ago? I went with Phil and Julia yeah, you and, Phil? and Chris. Oh. And we tailgated. And Did you sit in Phil's seats? So many, yeah, did yeah. You, did you sit in Phil's seats? Well, Phil's Phil seats sat are, in Phil's seats. I sat in Tom's seats. You sat in Tom's seats. Phil, but Phil's seats are good. Tom's seats are good, too. They're but. right next to each other. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Tom's oh, seats yeah, are better. Shit, they're on the right. aisle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Phil's got three and four. Tom's got one and two. But my, my point is, uh, we we blended right in with the Raiders tailgate that was right next to us, and like Raiders Nation, for all their reputation of being like scary dudes, 
they're, they're, you know what? Like Dormont nice people are scary too. Yeah, and like I fit right in with with Raider people. Yeah, and I had a great time. And we both lived in Dormont. Yeah. We've both been scary dudes. And now I live in Mount Lebanon, and you live in Brookline, and you know we're like, oh, you guys are so cool. You're not as scary as you used to be. We Why? still share a border. I know, right? So how about this Niners and Rams game? I'm taking Niners, dude. Rams. Oh, all right. In and... honor of my dad, who just found out about Todd Gurley like a week ago. <laughs> how about Cards and Seahawks? That's a toughie. Really, it's Hawks. a toughie. I'm going Cards. This could totally mess up our uh, week. But anyway. I don't care, man. I'm just trying to catch you by picking random shit that you wouldn't pick. Yeah, yeah. That's why I wouldn't pick the random shit. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm picking Niners because of Garoppolo. I'm picking the Rams because of Gurley. There you go. It's I'm, a G I, versus I, a G. I'm picking the Cards in this, uh, over the Seahawks. What else? I'm picking the Falcons because they have... They have to play in, so. Um, Cowboys and Birds. Uh, Cowboys, they have something to prove. Birds, whatevs. Um, not and whatevs. And, and neither one of us. It's not whatevs for the Birds, man. Like, they've. Well. They, they, they got very lucky last week. They did, but. They, they won a game. They're, they're locked in. And then everything. they lost so the game. It doesn't matter. Or no, they didn't lose, but they almost lost. And the they're, Jets. They're, they're proposing to win a Super Bowl. With their backup. Yes. They're trying to pull a Hostetler. Oh, Hostetler, 91. And I uh, need to see more out of Nick Foles this week. And then Jets and the Pats, neither one of us, neither one of us are touching that game, really. Um, I would love to touch it with, like, a shotgun. True. Um, uh, that's in New England. Do we have any friends in New England that have an M107A1 Barrett? That can drop somebody from 2,000 yards out. The best I got is my girlfriend's grandfather, who is a World War II veteran. Uh, he's got a, a fucking huge, M1 carbine. Huge Damn Patriots it. fan. No, he ain't going to do that then. But the only the only thing that I can say is that he does not like Belichick. He All thinks right. he's a jerk. Alright, so would he drop Belichick? He wouldn't drop him. But he says that, you know... You need to be more respectful. So, so I don't know if I said on the show or not, but the week that the Patriots were in Pittsburgh, uh, my boss is from New England, and he would walk up to me throughout the day, the Saturday prior to that game, and like whisper on my ear and be like, Brady's better than Ben. And he'd be like, Brady trumps all. And I, at some point, I looked at him and I was like, Sir, I was like, you're my boss and all, but we do have three levels in this restaurant. I could trip you down the steps mm. um and also i talked to two <laughs> friends of mine that are city cops yeah and was like in the event that i hid in the bushes outside the weston and pulled a nancy kerrigan on tom brady ouch um and you have to be a certain age to know the nancy kerrigan reference oh come on um our listeners know that our listeners do because they're rabid figure skating yeah. fans and um I was like, what would happen? They're like, well, we'd arrest you, but we'd process you quickly and get you back out in yeah. time for kickoff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we started GoFundMe page. I'm like, awesome. Thank you. Um, but did you see about the guy who got arrested for, like, throwing rocks at the trolley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was funny. So that, that tests your theory a little bit. It does. But anyway, folks, thank you very much. We ran way over time. We're, we're way over time. 
Don't get arrested. Don't get arrested. Don't think you're stupid. If you do get arrested, do not cite us as, like, authorities on how to get out of your charges. No. Um, you don't know we us? We don't really know Chief Schubert. We just looked his name up on the internet. Um, he's like, not a neighbor. No, no. He, he lives um, in Pittsburgh. That's all we know. And, um, <laughs> totally, um... Sorry, Missy and Mike, for going over time this week. Just cut out the part um, about the college hockey. Oh, uh, no. We're not going to do that. Cut out the pens. <laughs> no, we can't do that either. We'll do more pens next week. All right. Thankfully, we're not live video. Otherwise, we would have a serious like time crunch here. Oh, Zaxby's Bowl. We didn't even talk about the Zaxby's Bowl. <laughs> Zaxby's Bowl? Uh, that was oh. such a great game. Akron? Oh, they my God. They got kicked. All right, folks. Thank you very much. Have a good week. And uh, always keep it black and gold. And we'll get you back here next week on Bold Sports. Hey, Yins. Thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, and wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend for the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports. BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook or BoldPGH.com.